Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Ooh, la, and la. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a shake in In FL and Dave. Damn a shake. Hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? Hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to a special episode of the Dave Damashek football program available on iTunes as always. It is Wednesday night. We have just finished watching the latest installment of the Top 100 uh, on the NFL Network. You can watch that every Wednesday night. And uh, today we're taking a look at numbers 90 to 81. I was upset by 100 to 91. You can go back and listen to that one if you want to when that came out on Sunday night. And here to break down uh, this uh, this uh, 10, these 10 names, as always, from NFL.com, Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. Sure I don't. Thing. I don't feel as angry this time. I feel like, no. and I don't know if it was a TV thing, and I hate to be kind of this conspiracy theorist, but the first episode we have Tebow, we have Romo, we have a fullback that everybody's upset about. That was the one. That's the one to me, more than anything else, right? This one, it seemed, there was a couple of times that I raised my eyebrow, like I'm still kind of curious as to why people think that Michael Turner is still a, a top 100 player in the that's NFL. That's the name that you're, you're, you're talking about, the name that uh, that I the the one that to me stands out more than any other here he did have a good year 13 1300 yards uh, on the ground and uh, 11 touchdowns and as a matter of fact i'm surprised when i looked those numbers up that he had better numbers than any of the guys because uh, to me does it in my brain i feel like well marshawn lynch had a better season mm-hmm. the oh, numbers absolutely. the numbers don't bear that out though i mean he got in the end zone one more time than michael turner did and uh but it uh, seems so deceptive with michael turner and i don't know and i hate to be this guy that's like well my fantasy team but i did watch him a little bit more because he was on my fantasy team and i can't tell you how many times you would watch him get stuffed in short yardage situations, especially near the goal line, and it was frustrating to watch him. And you never got a grasp 
watching their games like, you know what, Michael Turner's about to take this over. Michael Turner's going to put it on his back. It, it never seemed like that. And I would think that the players who are watching the game would probably be more in tune with that to be like, no, 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 this guy's he's not really somebody we're game planning against. The, the quiz is now the guy we're going to have to start worrying about, and they got the two big receivers on the outside. Like that would be the type of thing that the players would be looking at. But it, it, so it, it was just surprising that he was in there. I figured he wouldn't be on this list at all. When I saw Chris Johnson was number 100, when I saw that Marshawn I think Lynch, that makes sense that you would put Michael Turner ahead of Chris Johnson, right? I don't. No, no, no. Because this is still going into 2012. If you're going into 2012, which running back do you want? Fair enough. And uh, that's a, a larger question about the Atlanta Falcons. What you know? What is we, we talked about it on a, on episode sixty five of uh, of the program, uh, also available on iTunes. Rich Eisen sat in with us and uh, talked about the draft, and we did that just yesterday. But looking ahead at these Falcons, I just am not a I'm not a big believer in that team. And why is that? Why why do I feel that way? Why do why do I don't think I'm alone in that. You never mm. hear people talk about the Falcons as it, it although the pieces are all there. They have those two dynamite wide receivers. Harry Douglas is a pretty nice number 3 slot receiver. To, uh you know, Tony Gonzalez is uh is old but still is putting up numbers. Michael Turner's putting up numbers. The defense is so-so, but now they get Asante Samuel. Is this the year that finally that the that Michael Turner and company actually break through, especially with the Saints uh, presumably falling off this year, unless Drew Brees can uh, you know be a great head coach along with uh, quarterbacking that offense? The biggest thing for them is their two playoff appearances have been awful. They were terrible against the Packers. They were terrible, at, or they were really awful against the Giants last year. And when you look at it. You know, Tony Romo gets a bad rap for his failures in the playoffs and everything. If people really cared about the Falcons, if they were a more high-profile NFL team, Matt Ryan would be getting a lot more grief, a lot more, you know, slings and arrows, as you would say, than a lot of these other quarterbacks because he just hasn't performed well in the playoffs, especially that game against the Giants was particularly awful. So when you look at the NFC South, there's going to be a change this year. Drew Brees is not going to be able to hold that team together because last year, you remember during the lockout, Drew Brees was active in keeping his team together, keeping them and rallying them around, and he was a focal point there while everything, uh, while everybody was locked out. This season, he doesn't have a contract. He's not going to go to off-season workouts. Who knows how long he's going to miss? Is he going to start missing training camp? I mean, there's a lot of things going on in New Orleans that they need Drew Brees there, and they haven't done it, which is surprising to me because you would think that this team, with so many things going wrong for them, the one thing that they have going for them is they have Drew Brees. Take it, take care of the greatest player in your franchise's history. Pay him whatever amount of money because forget what it means in the future. You need him right now. This is the most important time in your franchise's history. You need him in there, and you need them holding them together, and he's not. He doesn't have a contract. The Saints are going to be down. The Falcons are going to be down. It's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As you said in Episode 65, a team you like is a sleeper this year, and I like the Carolina Panthers. I like some of the pieces they started to put together on defense. Their running game is really solid. I like those two teams to be the ones competing for the, a for the NFC South, Saints and Falcons going down. 
Well, uh, the only Saint uh, in this uh, these ten teams, uh, uh, these ten names that we have here, Darren Sproles had the great season down there, uh, getting back together with uh, with Drew Brees, cut the touchdown pass that uh, broke the record. Fitting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you celebrated that one. AJ Smith was there. Him and I, like, yeah, hey, that was pretty good, right? Um, Akeem Nix, to me, at this point in his career, I know he's been hurt a lot, and I think people recognize him as a guy with the high pedigree and everything. But I feel like the unsung hero of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. to me. The difference in that game, people talk about Wes Welker's drop, but it, it stands in sharp relief to what Akeem Nix did catch in that game. I, 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 the difference is I know Manningham is uh, is now gone, and uh, and that's a, a, a bit of a loss for them, but with the receivers who they have had hurt quite a bit over the last year or so, now coming back, they'll be fine there. They'll but have Ruben Randall this year. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, and Hakeem, but plus uh, also the couple of guys who've been hurt the last couple Rams of years off and on. And so, uh, but, but Nick's to me and Victor Cruz, obviously the revelation, but it's making plays at full speed that Knicks does. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the size and the speed that he's got. But if you go back and you watch that Super Bowl against the Patriots, he's catching passes in traffic without breaking stride, passes that were behind him, passes that were over his head. He's gangbusters, and if he can just stay on the field for a full season, um, he might be, what, a top three or four? I, uh, maybe that sounds absolutely. cuckoo. Top three or four fantasy wide receiver for you? I'm not saying absolutely to what you're saying is cuckoo, but I think you're absolutely correct. And it's interesting to me, too, because is Victor Cruz not on this list? I mean, we don't know. Mm. It hasn't been revealed. Is, so is Victor Cruz ahead of him? It would be interesting to me if the players He was on said, the field the whole time, yeah, or the whole know, season. I mean, but you look at Hakeem Nix, and he, he brings so much to the game. And that Super Bowl, you're absolutely right. He did so much. The Giants had a lot of unsung heroes that game. They had they had the, uh, the, the punter, Weatherford, Justin Tuck, Hakeem Nix. All those guys contributing, and it's really a testament. It becomes the Eli Manning story and Manningham's catch along the sidelines, but uh, in terms but of those guys, consistent yes. uh, performance over the 60 minutes, yeah, I give it to, to Nick's over Manningham. Um, the, uh, another name that jumps out to me as being um, not respected enough on this list, Fred Jackson. I know mm-hmm. he got hurt. And so maybe that's what uh, depresses where he, he's ranked here. But, man, oh, man, that guy with, uh, you know, they bring in C.J. Spiller and they, they bring in the different pieces and Stevie Johnson gets a lot of news and Ryan Fitzpatrick, who you may have heard, uh, graduated from Harvard. But what? Fred Jackson is the guy over the the last several years. They, they let Mar- Marshawn Lynch go. Fred Jackson, a gangbusters running back who, in my book, should probably be a little higher up if, in fact, this list – is supposed to reflect how we feel about them going into 2012. So you like him more than Marshawn Lynch? Yes, I do. I mean, he, uh, the the I mean, Marshawn Lynch vanished for two years. Mm-hmm. He came back with that one run against the Saints in the playoffs. Suddenly, uh, we were reminded that he still plays pro football. But until then, he had done zero for what two years? He w- yeah, but he was still pretty good last year. I would worry about Marshawn Lynch because he got his contract. Who knows what he's what's going to happen? But I do, you know, when you think I, I like Fred Jackson where he's at. I, I do think he's better than Michael Turner. I would have put him ahead of Darren Sproles. I feel this is one the players got right. I, I felt like this is a good spot for him. He's coming off an injury, so I would feel uncomfortable moving him too far up the list. I don't know because again, it's it's hard to see these in a you know when you're looking at only ten at a time. We don't have the complete list, so we don't know. 
you know, where And we really don't, in. by the way, in case no, no, we have, no. because a couple of people have dropped me a line to say, well, who's finishing number one? I have no idea. Yeah. I it's haven't seen the Peyton list. Peyton Manning, probably. I'm so. getting ready for that one, though. Yeah, it, Peyton Manning. Have we discussed that? Did we talk about that the last time? Is it going to be Tom? I mean, it's obviously got to be Brady or Rodgers, right? It's going to be Peyton Manning. <laughs> well, then, uh, then that will then they'll, that's the only way really they can outdo the ridiculousness of no, uh, of of putting John Kuhn in the top one hundred at all. It'll be one of those guys. Here's another one though. If we're looking off today's list, we don't want to, don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Vince Wilfork. Interesting. When you looked at the game in the AFC Championship game, I thought he did really well. I thought he was one of the keys for the Patriots' success. Kind of surprising to see him this low. I figured he would be on the list. I just felt he was going to be a little bit higher. Oh, you thought he was going to rank higher up there? Yes. He is one of the only. I mean, he's the anchor right in that uh, right in that defense, and otherwise they didn't have a lot of uh, great players. Although he did make the and, and he had what did he have three interceptions? He had at least it's two crazy. that we saw him running down the field last <laughs> year, which was uh, which was strange. Um, Chris Long is interesting because he's on another defense that we would consider to be lousy, but he does tally thirteen sacks last year and that's uh that's pretty impressive stuff you know what's significant about that too is that st louis was not in a position where they were winning a lot of games yeah so that you know the opposing teams would just be like stepping back and firing so it is kind of nice that he came up i'm looking forward to rooting for him when he's a member of the los angeles rams uh but yeah he's he's a young guy that's kind of on the rise kind of glad it seems like he stepped out of his dad's shadow a little bit He's kind of starting to make a name for himself, so that's kind of nice. A guy, again, I just feel like when I saw his name come up, I'm like, yeah, right, that seems like a pretty good spot. Yeah, that's- I feel like, uh, yeah, I guess the uh, the overarching point of this, uh, of 90 to 81 here, is a little bit of uh, my faith in the NFL players has been restored here mm-hmm. after the apocalypse that was John Kuhn at number 92. Because John Kuhn, either they're basing it on Things that don't have to do with football ability. I, you know, I thought that maybe it was something like a good at golf or something like that, or a good singing voice or something. But John Kuhn is certainly <laughs> not the 92nd best NFL player. Um, or maybe the players don't watch NFL football in their free time. Either way, that one made no convinced. sense. The football, the fullback lobby got to them. Yeah, this one seems reasonable, Michael. About- uh, you know, London Fletcher makes sense. That's a, a, a you know a guy who longtime guy respected in the in the league, and Joe Thomas uh, regarded as one of the better left tackles. If Joe Thomas, if Joe Thomas is one of the best left tackles in the game, eighty two should he be? A I was bit just gonna, that was my only question seems is weird. who's going to be ahead of him at that position? And of course, as I always say, the caveat that I need to to mention is. I have no ability to determine who's a good offensive lineman except to see at the end of the game, hey, that team didn't give up sacks or that great pass rusher, a guy like Dwight Freeney, who we see at number 89, got zero sacks. Therefore, the left tackle must have had a great game. Poor right. Dwight Freeney, by the way. <laughs> this is how this is how his career goes. This is how it's going to go. Everybody on. else. That, do I know anybody in the locker room? No, no. I do not. They're I've all been gone. here for 13 years or however long it's been, and I know nobody. Poor dear, poor dear. So um, he'll be helpful right. when they're like, "Hey, where's the steak and shake? How do I?" Yeah, that's true. The, the delicious, uh, <laughs> delicious place, uh, uh, delicious place to get a retro style burger when you're in Indianapolis. All right, Rank. So uh, anything you want to mention here? NFL.com. You can always check out uh, Adam Rank's work, his pick sixes and beyond. Uh, I encourage you to check out. Oh, on the- Friday we'll have something fun. Friday will be May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Star Wars Day. 
we'll have a comparison to Star Wars heroes. Oh, yeah, you villains. did this. This is an annual treat. This now. is an annual thing. It's bigger this year. It's going to be a photo essay. So Awesome. Should be cool. Look out for that on Friday. I'll look forward to that and uh, look for um, on NFL.com right now and at uh, DaveDamashek.NFL.com, the latest installment of the Cars.com, the NFL fans ultimate road trip. Look for that. Uh, we were in uh, in Manhattan for the NFL draft, and uh, that was good fun over there. So check that out, won't you? All right, we'll be back next uh, Tuesday, I guess, for episode, a grand episode, number 66 of the Dave Damashek football program. And, uh, and then, of course, we'll be back on Wednesday night for numbers uh, 80 down to 71, counting it down there. I'm sure we'll get back to some of our typical outrage as we look at this top 100 list. In the meantime, though, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com.